welcome back to Here So We Don't Get Fined. My name is David. My name is Thomas. Why didn't you ruin my intro? Uh, because I just wanted to see what would happen if I didn't. Fair enough. I was half expecting us both to be quiet. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I only do that so often. It's to throw you off. So well, it worked. It last it, pod. It worked last uh, time. Yeah. You're on your toes. I can't. I can only do it when you're not expecting it. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, listen, before we get into it, uh, apologies for you know the delay on the pod. Uh, it's all you might. Fault. It is. It is. You might be hearing a little bit of it. Uh, I got a little sick this week, and uh, we could have we could have potted, but uh, it would have sounded terrible, and uh, it it hurt a little to speak. So. Yeah. No. Would have sounded terrible. Would have felt terrible. So uh, Thomas was like ready to go yesterday. He's like. All right, man, let's record. And I was like, no, shut up and sit down. What do you Yeah, well, like you came in, you came in and you're like, I presume we're recording today. And I was like, I, I, I guess. I did not say that. <laughs> oh. I said, I presume we're not recording today. And oh, you were yeah. like, yeah, we can record. And I was like. And then I proceeded to hack up one of my lungs. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, point is, yes, we apologize. Uh, I. We will get to a schedule. Yeah, it's, you just got to bear with us a little bit. Maybe we got to quit talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, let's just let it happen. Because every time we talk about it is when it doesn't happen. So maybe let's just not talk about it ever again. Uh, even if we ever like go to five days a week, let's just not talk about it. Yeah, let's, let's just, just do like, it. It'll just happen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. But anyway, we're back. Back like we never With another left. episode. And we have another game. Well, not a new game, but the same game. Yeah, another version yeah, of the same game. Yeah, it's the Guess the City game. And uh, I tried to be a little bit more cagey with my hints. Uh, it only took me eight months to figure out how David's brain works when I give him hints. So hopefully he won't figure it out based on... I feel like that one hint of uh, the year... When you said like 1700 something and yeah. I said 13 colonies, that's when you were like, oh, oh no, maybe David has a brain. No, I mean, like, I just like, like, it's one of those things where like, I would have taken in that hint, but I wouldn't have like drawn, conclu- I wouldn't have drawn out other hints based off what was said. You know, I would have focused on the hint. Yeah. No, itself. I mean, I get it. You think I'm stupid and uh, you finally <clears throat> recognize how brilliant I am. I, yeah, it's I not, understand. it's not, you're just, listen, David, you're just, your brain works a lot better than mine when it comes to hints. I mean, when you're this brilliant, sometimes it comes across as dumb. So like, I get it. I get it. I get it. I yeah, get yeah. 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 Okay. Know? So are you ready for your first hint? Uh, are you ready to lose? Uh, you know, I'm very confident in the fact that you will get this city. Oh, oh okay. But you won't get it on the first hint. Okay. Uh, the first hint is the first ever Burger King was opened in this city. All right, so it's in the south. Is Burger King a southern restaurant? Fast food is a southern invention. That doesn't necessarily mean, like, Penn Station is a northern thing. I wouldn't call Penn Station fast food, though. No, but, like, just because one fast food was founded or created in the south, that doesn't mean all fast food originates from the south. Yeah, but, like, Burger King... I mean, Michiganers like their burgers. Is it Michigan? I'm not saying anything. Uh, am I guessing the city? Yes. Or, okay, the city, right? Okay. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm still gonna stick with the South. 
Okay. Specifically the southeast because when you say south, no one's thinking of Arizona. I mean, that's I mean? fair. I mean, that's the southwest. That's what I'm saying. So I'm sticking to the southeast because okay. when you think of the south, no one thinks of Arizona. Okay. Um, let me go with Atlanta, Georgia. No, no. I thought you said Landa at yeah, first. And Landa. Yeah. Oh, you did say Landa. No, Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, yeah, well, okay. So, like, at first I thought you said Landa, and my brain's like, what the? What? And then, I, you know, it pieced together. Oh, Atlanta. Atlanta, uh, Georgia. Oh, uh, that is incorrect. I figured Chick-fil-A is Atlanta, Georgia, not. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Noted. Not using that as a hint whenever we get to Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the second hit, hint is this is the only major city in the United States that was founded by a woman, and her name was Julia Tuttle. You're going to be mad at me. Do you know this? I actually know this. Are you kidding? It is Miami, Florida. Because <laughs> oh, I know about Julia Tuttle. <laughs> <laughs> I tried so hard. And hey, you got so far. But in the end, <laughs> it doesn't even matter. Are you serious right now? Oh, oh my. man. Oh. <laughs> Wait, what was your guess? Uh, Miami, Florida. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure I heard yeah. you correctly. Oh. No, Julia Tuttle was the first and only woman to found. No, she's not the only woman, but it was she was the first woman to found a city in uh, in the U.S. Well, according to the Wikipedia, the, she is the only woman to have found a major city. Um, do you know how many hints? I was like, this is a good hint. And I'm like, oh, no, it'll give it away. It'll give it away. I can't do that. I can't do that. <laughs> I'm so defeated right now. Like, my I'm brain sorry, is pr- trying to process this. I'm sorry, buddy. I could have lied. You could have just played it. I'm like, sorry. Ah. I mean, Miami of Ohio? No, that is incorrect. Oh, man. Oh, no. Time for the third hint, okay. you goofball. <laughs> I'm Ah. Anyways, the third hint. <laughs> was during World War II, this city became a major naval base in defense against German submarines. See, now that, I would not have guessed Miami, Florida. Like, okay, I I don't mean to keep hampering on on this, but I almost made that the first hint. The Julia Tuttle? Yeah. (laughs) That would have been funny. I almost made that the first hint. Because, like, I was looking at this and I was like, okay. Which one is he most likely to know? And it's not like I I'm not saying that you shouldn't know like women's history. I'm I'm just saying like I thought that was a very like odd historical fact that not a lot of people would know, I reckon. And then you just had the uh it's just poopy. Eh? Let it's it just flow. Poop, eh? No, uh my family, my grandparents specifically spent a lot of time in Florida. Specifically, South Florida. Yeah. Growing up, uh, when I was growing up, not when they were growing up, and so like I know a lot more about Florida than I should. Noted. Noted and I too. remember there are certain things that when I hear it, 
I will just remember it. Like, I'm like, oh, that's really interesting, and I'll just remember it. Yeah. And I remember hearing one time when I was, like, in high school visiting my grandparents that uh, Miami was the first city ever founded by a woman in the U.S., and I was like, that's that's really cool. And it's just one of those things that's stuck with me forever. Like aglets, the little plastic things around shoelaces. I saw that episode of Phineas and Ferb, and I'll know that for the rest of my life. Yeah, well... uh I purposely cut off things from that hint because like, (laughs) did you know she was a citrus farmer? I did not know that. I was like, that will telegraph that it's Florida. Not necessarily. When I I think citrus, citrus, I think Georgia peaches. I I think of oranges when I hear citrus. Oh, peaches. And Florida, like, I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure Florida produces like 70% of the world's oranges. That would make sense. Yeah. Well, the uh, fourth hint, which this was where I was expecting you to get it. I'm so sorry, Thomas. Is that the city is 70, the city's population is 72.5% Hispanic. Yep. Yeah, that probably yeah, When you think about like, made me yeah. guess, yeah. <clears throat> Miami. Uh, the fifth hint was that this city's soccer club has been linked to some a lot of the top level talent in the world due to its strong ties with owner David Beckham. That also probably would have given it away. Yeah, well, you know what I initially had in that hint? What? This city is home to the only perfect season in professional sports. Also would have given it away. And then I asked you earlier off-pod if a stadium name would have given it away. That hint was uh, this city's hard rock stadium is slated to be one of the 11 stadiums that will host 2026 World Cup matches. But That I would not have known. I did not know their stadium was called Hard Rock Stadium. Yep, yep. But I, I elected against it because, you know, I'm a, I'm a nerd when it comes to this sort of thing. And not Thanks. everyone is. Had I known that you were a nerd about women's history. I'm not really, though. I would have, like, I would have kept it in. I know a decent amount about women's history. Uh, but like, I'm not a quote unquote nerd about it. And I don't know that because I'm a nerd about women's history. Yeah. I know that because I heard it when I was a child and I've remembered it ever since. Yeah. And the sixth and final hint, just to hammer in what you can expect for this hint going forward is this city is home to all four of the top four North American sport leagues. Hmm. Although that's a crap ton of cities that doesn't exactly narrow it down. I mean, yeah, no, it is, it is, but that's the baseline. Like, yeah. hey, this is your hint, you know. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> I feel bad. I feel like I've just ripped the wind out of your sails. I, I'm super defeated, right? Now. I think I might. <laughs> I think I might be sick again. Like, I mean, listen, I, I am known for knowing random and obscure facts. Yeah, I. You know what? I'm honestly. Convinced. I never thought. That would show up on this pod, but what do you know? I'm so convinced that in your spare time, you're just looking up facts about sports cities and <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just I, I've actually read uh, the entire Wikipedia of every single sports city with a professional sport in the entire country. Yeah, yeah, and and like, let me tell yeah. you something, David. This like hypothesis formed during the original version of this game, where it was guess this team. Uh, that's when it formed because you just like what you lost like one no i lost a few i mean couldn't be more than three 
I lost that one because I looked it up while you were asking me. Do you oh, remember yeah. the Raiders yeah. one? Yeah. 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 But I admitted to that. Yeah, but like... And that's you... one I should have got. Yeah. That I didn't. <clears throat> well. But. Wow. I lost a few during those. Just know that the next one's going to be hard. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Up for a challenge. Yeah, you should be. I'm gonna. I like. I'm literally like. This is supposed to be slated for like the Wednesday episode because like that's when we started it, right? Yeah. So I was just gonna keep it that way. I'm gonna start preparing immediately upon the conclusion of this podcast. <laughs> Jeez, I would like to prepare you, or not prepare you, tell you. Okay. Give you helpful criticism, if you will. Okay. Uh, because I didn't do it this time. Okay. But I could have found out the answer before the pot ever started. Okay. Because while you were looking up hints, you were giving me hints that you weren't going to use. Oh, yeah. So I easily could have hopped on some Google and figured out who it was real quick. That's fair. That's and fair. I elected not to. I thought I was. But next time, I'll do that. I thought I was being cagey enough. I used Cleveland as like an example. Yeah, but you also said, oh my gosh, this city had an arena league football team called the Hooters. Oh. All I would have had to do was type in arena league football Hooters. That's fair. That's fair. And then I thought that one was... of two things would come up. Either that team or whatever team was sponsored by Hooters. I Listen, I just thought that was funny. It was funny. I trusted you There's to not... There's nothing not funny about Hooters, but ne- I'm just warning you. I just, next time, I tr- I'm going to look it up. I trusted you to not, you know, look up spoilers, but, like, I should know better because I know you. There you go. And I you- didn't do it this time. That's why I'm warning you ahead of time. I will in the future. Let me ask you something, David. Yes. Has Have you ever watched... Have we ever watched a show together that you haven't looked up the spoilers for? Any spoiler? Uh, I mean, probably. I don't believe you. I didn't look up any spoilers for your lie in April. I find that hard to believe. I did not. I wanted to go into that show completely blind. That's not a show we watched together. I mean, like, yes, we we did. We watched it together. But I mean, like, not your first time. Like, us watching it together, you not knowing what's coming unless you looked it up. I don't think I looked up anything in Assassination Classroom. Okay, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Fair enough. David's a weeb. In case you missed that. You're a weeb. You can't prove that. That's all we watched together is anime. We watched Grey's Anatomy together. Ted Lasso. I looked up a lot of Grey's Anatomy. Ted Lasso? I haven't looked up anything in Ted Lasso. That's not true. I looked up Mm -hmm. one thing in Ted Lasso. Yeah, What, what, what was that thing? Was it Roy and Keeley? No. It was who finds out. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What does Trent Krim do with the information he discovers about one of the teammates? Yes. That's what I found out. Spoiler alert. I didn't get... No, nothing in there was spoiler. I think that should be the title of this episode. Spoiler alert. David's a genius. Hey, I mean, listen, you're the one who's going to be posting it, so... Wow. Anyway, uh... Yeah, no, I yeah, I look up spoilers, okay? I like spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Sue me. I'm so disappointed, dude. This like these games are like like my my favorite part of the pod. My favorite. I mean, watching your face when I get the correct answer is 
one of my favorite parts of the pod. So. Did it live up to expectations? This time, yeah, because it was the second hint, and I could tell as you were saying it how proud you were. I was, dude. I, it was a good hint. It was a good hint. Evidently not. For the um, record, I didn't even remember her name. I mean, doesn't sound like the name part was relevant. It but, wasn't. But yeah. when you said it, I remembered it. Julia Tuttle. Like when you said it, I remembered it. But even like, you could have just stopped after. Only woman to found a major city. So okay. so if I had given the hint as uh, this city was founded by Julia Tuttle. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have got that. Yeah, but that's not that that's not the cool part of the hint. Yeah. Ah. Anyways, uh, you know what is a cool part of things happening right now? What's that? Uh, we just had a big player hit free agency in the NFL. He was cut today. I don't know. Is he really a big player? Barely played in the last two years. Kind of overrated. I mean, if you if you look at some Traded of the... Traded for a backup running back. Not even good. If you look at the reactions of other players, that would suggest that he is a big player. No, he's definitely a big player. When uh, he's healthy, top five. In case you missed it, uh, this is breaking news today. The Arizona Cardinals have elected to pay $22 million in dead cap penalties in order to not have DeAndre Hopkins on their team anymore. He has been cut. He is officially a free agent. I'm confused. Okay. I don't understand how this happened. How what happened? How it got to the point where DeAndre Hopkins is being released instead of traded. Yeah, that is a bit confusing. Like as a as an owner, I would be willing to pay twenty million dollars, mm-hmm. especially since just a couple of years ago the market was set at like twenty five million dollars. Yeah, I would be willing to pay twenty million dollars for the remainder of the contract and throw in a fifth round pick. Absolutely, to not have to fight thirty other teams for this kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like, absolutely. I don't understand how this ever got to the point where he's being released as opposed to being traded. Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely agree. Uh, you know what? I have my opinions. I think sometimes in professional sport, especially with like GMs and owners, we get a little hung up on the sunk cost of a trade. So like, for example, uh, even though David Johnson's career didn't pan out the way we thought it would, you know, after the trade initially was David Johnson, a second and a fourth for DeAndre Hopkins and a fourth. Uh, I feel like probably there is some pressure to kind of recuperate some of those assets that were paid for him, that sunk asset. So, like, I'm, I don't know if this is what happened, but I could very easily see, like, we gave up David Johnson, who at the time was a star running back and a second round pick to bring in this guy. The fourths kind of cancel each other out. So... If there's no David Johnson going in, the, we should be able to at least get a second round pick for him. Like, yeah, I don't think that that's very realistic. And I think sometimes thinking about what we paid for something sometimes gets in the way of getting anything back for a player at all. But even still, that doesn't make sense to me. Obviously, you come to a point where you know you're not going to get anything or you're not going to get what you want. Right. So take a fifth. Yeah, something. Or a seventh. And then you don't have to pay $23 million. And you don't have to 
let like let him go for you're paying money to let him go. Yeah. I think now, the only reason or the only way that that the path that they did take work and cutting him is relevant is when you're on the edge of compensatory picks, which is when you lose more players than you bring in in one off season, you will get awarded a second, third or fourth round pick, depending on the value of players lost versus brought in. But I don't know the specificity of where Arizona lies on that. Yeah. I don't know. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I do think there's going to be a lot of suitors uh, for DeAndre Hopkins. I think there are a lot of options. Um, Do you have where you think would be best for D-Hop? Are we talking success-wise or money-wise? Both. Okay. Um, I think that... Or like you think like the best case scenario for both or oh no 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 one one. what you think would be best money wise what you think would be best success wise and then I don't know I don't know just kind of I think money wise it's got to be the Colts or the Titans and I think success personal wise, also the Colts I think personal success wise I also think the Colts or the Titans because he walks in there and is immediately. I think if we're going success-wise, personal success-wise, I think it's just the Titans because there's not really a whole lot there competing with him. Like, with the Colts, we're not really 100%. We think we have an idea of what Michael Pittman is, but we could be wrong. Uh, we didn't see a whole lot from, of Alec Pierce last year, so there's still the jury's kind of out on him. And then they drafted Downs from North Carolina in the – draft most recently so i think there's a lot of question marks as to what these guys are you know whereas in the titans we don't really have a clear idea on Traylon Traylon burks as his rookie year was a huge disappointment but he has said that he feels a lot better this year as he can breathe now there was a development of asthma last year that kind of got in the way of things and the team kind of going in the opposite direction as what they thought they'd be. Um, For ring chasing, I think the Eagles, but I don't understand. I don't think he would go there because of how cemented the one and two are. So I'd say uh, Kansas city or Buffalo. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously he belongs with the Indianapolis Colts. We're going to pay you a lot of money. We're going to win a championship next year with Anthony Richardson uh, you should want to be a part of that. Come yeah. on. You don't have a lot of competition, you know. Uh, Michael Pittman is fine as a two, but come on, D-Hop. Come home to Indianapolis. Can I tell you where I want him on the side now? Indianapolis? Detroit. No, Indianapolis. I think Detroit... Detroit has Amon Ra. They don't need D-Hop. I think Detroit offers the greatest mix of financial gain personal success and team success i don't know man i i think we're putting the heart the heart the cart before the horse a little bit with detroit no that's fair like while the second half of the season was great last year we can't ignore the first half yeah and as much as i love dan campbell and i do believe in this team and if you ask me to put my money on one team in that division it would probably be Detroit next year. Mm-hmm. But I say that very, very cautiously because, let's be honest, this team does have a history. 
You know what I it mean? It does. It does. Um, so I think the best place for him, personal success-wise, would be Kansas City if it's not close. I, I agree to uh, when it comes to personal success. I agree. Uh, I think Buffalo is a close second runner, but the difference is, is Buffalo has a clear-cut number one guy. Kansas City doesn't. Yeah. And I, I think... Exactly. I think uh, the... I think DeAndre Hopkins' impact on everyone else on Kansas City, I think that's the only situation where everyone is positively impacted by him coming in. Because I don't think... I like Tony. I don't think he's the number one. Yeah, I I disagree. I think Tony is the number one. But uh, D-Hop, I don't know how long he has on his term, uh, but like it's not forever. But it's also irrelevant now. And you could have a one one oh yeah. But you could have a one 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 two kind of one A one B type situation. Like right. it doesn't have to be a one two with super defined lines. So I do think Katoni, uh Kadarius Tony's gonna be a great number one. But I think having him and D Hop on both sides, either one of them can allow for the other one to get more attention and vice versa. Yeah. I think uh you're replacing Juju Smith Schuster with DeAndre freaking Hopkins, yeah. and you won the Super Bowl last year. Like, I think that immediately uh, makes them the favorites to do it again. In my eyes, they're already my favorites to do it again, but, like, that solidifies it for me. Yeah. Uh, you have the best quarterback who's arguably ever thrown a football. You have the best tight end who's ever played. You have this guy who, for all intents and purposes, is going to absolutely catch the crap out of the ball for the next 10 years. You've got a good backfield. You've got a good offensive line. Your defense has gotten better. Like, I think De- this team already at the precipice. I think DeAndre Hopkins pushes them over the edge. I, I really do. I agree. I'm not sure how it will work out though, monetarily speaking. There's the key because they have like a million dollars right now in cap space. Uh, Six hundred and fifty thousand to yeah. be exact. And let me tell you that eleven mil cap hit for MVS hurts real bad right now yeah yeah so uh that is certainly the argument uh as far as like money though i don't know that anywhere that can offer to pay him what he wants to get paid can afford him yeah no no no. i'm saying anywhere that can afford him is going to be a great place for right. personal success as far as winning games and championships. Goes. Right. Like you look at the I favorites. I can see him 1,500 yards, but not winning a championship. So here are the odds right now, the leaders for where D Hop is going to play. Uh, Buffalo's number one at plus 110. Don't they also have like a million dollars in cap space? Uh, Buffalo is 31st in the league in cap space, and Kansas City is 32nd. So they are both in yeah. rough shape. KC uh, is second at plus 300. The Patriots are plus 300, tied with the Chiefs. And there's been a lot of buzz in the last couple hours about D-Hop and the Patriots. Uh, moving past that is you have the Bears at plus 550, which... Interesting. I think is interesting. I don't think it works, though, with all the guys they brought in this summer. I think that that room just gets a little too crowded and no one benefits. You know I what agree. I'm saying? <clears throat> Uh, going past that, you have the Panthers at plus 550, which I think could be interesting. I think that'd be great for Bryce Young, but I don't think that'd be good for D-Hop. 
I agree with that as well. And then rounding out, you have the Lions at plus 750. I, I really like the Patriots there. I think that I think that's interesting. I that's that automatically makes this Patriots wide receiver room the best we've seen yeah. in the Bill Belichick era. No, Randy Moss. Yeah, but the combination of D Hop and Juju. Yeah, but Randy Moss is better than the two of them combined. No, he is. He is for sure. But like looking at a, a total room, not just the you know the top weapons. Because, like, they only have yeah, Randy Moss. Yeah, I mean, Moss they still like... have Devontae Parker and, um... oh, who else do they have? They also drafted two guys in the fifth round. And if we know anything about uh, Bill Belichick, who else do they have? those fifth round guys are something to be mindful of. Yeah. Uh, but I think the one, too, there is Juju and Parker. Yeah, but there's one more person that we're forgetting. Kendrick Butte? Or no, that's that's who they drafted from uh, LSU this year. But uh, for me, out of those teams... Kendrick Bourne. Bourne. Um, af- outside of those teams on the list, I like Detroit the most. Nah. And like, like you said, they do have problems, and they've made attempts to fix it. And, you know, that's, I think, kind of what you were getting at with the cart before the horse. Like, we'll have to see if those fixes are... Yeah, yeah, and I'm not saying Detroit is horrible, and I do actually think he'd be great in Detroit, but I don't know. I'm just, I'm still cautious despite my optimism when it comes to Detroit. I get that. I get that because, I mean, like any of these teams like Detroit, uh, Cleveland, and hockey, the the Coyotes, like it's kind of hard to find optimism and sustain it. Yeah. But, uh, so... Now that DeAndre Hopkins is off the team, we can take a better look at the trade that happened and who we think won it. The Texans, the Cardinals, or, in my personal opinion, neither. I mean, someone had to win the trade. Yeah. Like, that doesn't mean they won in the long term. But as far as the trade itself, someone has to win. Uh, so, again, just to recap, the Texans give up DeAndre Hopkins and a fourth-round pick. Right. And in return, get David Johnson, a fourth-round pick, and a second-round pick. Uh, none of the picks involved Turned amounted in, yeah. to really anything. And so, ultimately, this this trade was basically D-Hop for David Johnson straight up. Right. Because there wasn't really any sort of impact of any of these players that were drafted with those picks that were exchanged. Uh, So I think it's a pretty obvious Houston losing when you consider everything that happened since the D-Hop trade. Um, I think you would be ignorant to say that that didn't play a part in Deshaun Watson's departure from Houston. I think you would be... Uh, silly to say that he helped that team because when he wasn't hurt, he didn't play well when he was still on the team. David Johnson. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. David Johnson. Uh, so like, I'm just not, that team got notably worse with the exit of Deandre Hopkins. 
And on the other side, with the addition of DeAndre Hopkins, with the drafting of Kyler Murray, while it didn't last long, the Cardinals got notably better. So I think when you look at the long term, obviously there was turmoil in that locker room, and now DeAndre has obviously been released, and that team had the third overall pick last year, or this year in the draft. So obviously long term, they didn't exactly win either. How funny is it, though, really fast, that we're talking about the Cardinals and the Texans trade, like, trade history and and they made a trade on draft yeah, night. yeah i didn't even think about that because <laughs> you're um, like they had the third overall pick while the texans yeah. had the second and then the third and overall hey i think pick. the texans also won that draft pick or that trade uh i think they both won that one though they both kind of lost this one i think they both kind of yeah that one. made up for last uh, time yeah but no I, I think if you if you do look long term both of them are losers right like mm-hmm. um but I think when you look at the short term, when you look at the trade and the subsequent year and two years after that, yeah, the Cardinals benefited from DeAndre Hopkins on their field. The Texans did not benefit from David Johnson on theirs. Right. And so I think long term, both of them lost. Crappy situation, whatever. Short term, though, I think Arizona won, and I don't think it's close. So I what you're, what you're saying, I agree with, right? So like, but here's the way I view it, and here's why I say I think they both uh, are losers. And ultimately, uh, this trade really ended that run of I don't want to say dominance, but success that Houston experienced. It was very brief. I mean, it was dominance within the division. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, come on, you know, there there's only ever one team that's competitive at a time in that division. I mean, for a couple years there, there were three. Oh, well, I guess, like, when you factor, like, the luck years. But I wouldn't say the Titans were. Well, there were years in there where the Jags, Colts, and Texans were competitive. There were years where, like, especially in, like, 2019, 2020, where it was Titans, Texans, and Colts. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like there's there's always ever been, like, that one clear, like, this team is the best in the division. I would argue there were... Like, yes, because Houston won it, like, four out of five years or something like that. Right. But, like, every year, almost every year, Indianapolis was competing for it at least. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying. I just, like... It was still competitive. I get you. I get you. But they did win it, like, four out of five years. Yeah. Houston. But, I mean, that all ended with uh, the trading of DeAndre Hopkins. And, I, you know, I think there was more to it than that. Bill well, O'Brien yeah. should never have been given the keys to the franchise like he was like bill belichick has been given um but arizona was kind of slated as like the next super team and it just there there was disappointment based yeah. on where expectations were set they didn't go like seven and oh yeah yeah they started off strong like that very last first year? last year or was it two years ago i think it was two years ago last year they were they were tough. No, no, no. 2021. Oh, okay. So not this past season. No, no, no. Okay. Uh, this past season is when they picked third overall. But I think 2020 is when they got D-Hop. Yeah. I think it was 2021 where they went 7-0, and right? I think so. I think No, I think that's 2020. Because uh, that, like, D-Hop, did you know D-Hop only had over 1,000 yards one year in Arizona? I mean, that makes sense. He was only well, he only played there for three, and he was hurt for two. So, yeah, 
Not fully to, but... But I, I think it was that year that they got the most out of him, where they went off on that strong run. Because that first year, he had, like, 1,455 yards and, like, eight touchdowns. Like, I find it... Uh... No, it was 2021. Oh, it was 2021? Oh, well. Excuse me. But I... I... Ultimately, if you had to pick one, the Cardinals won the trade. But I think it's a tough look for both going forward, looking back. Which, like, hindsight is always twenty twenty, but, like, yikes, you know? Yeah. D-Hop's first year, they were 8-8. Eight and eight. And that was also Kyler's first year. Yeah. Was 2020 Kyler's first year? I think that's right. Yeah, because that's when they brought in Cliff Kingsbury, too. Oof. Which... will never understand that. I don't I don't hate the moves that they did. You know? Kyler was brought in 2019. 2019. Oh. So it was Kyler's third year that they uh went started 7 though. Yeah. Yeah, cuz it was at the end of that year when he got paid. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then subsequently when everyone was like, "Oh no." Oh, he won rookie of the year as rookie year. That makes sense. I didn't know that. I don't know that either, but that makes sense. What were sense. his stats his rookie year? Uh, that I don't know, but it it feels like rookie of the year. Like I sometimes like I don't know if it's just me personally. Like looking back, I used to think like, oh yeah, the rookie of the year generally has like a pretty dominant year, and then like you look at some of the stats and you're like, oh, they were just good relative to other rookies. Not... How how many how how long did Kyler miss this year? Oh, I don't know. Like, cause he oh, had a bad year. He missed. He missed a fair amount of games. I'm pretty sure. Uh, his rookie year was really good, though. His like, rookie year, uh, he had. I think he went out around week eight. In 14 games, his, uh, not his rookie year. In 16 games, his rookie year, he had 3,700 yards, 20 touchdowns, 12 picks. Um. Yeah. And then let me see if I can find his rushing stats. Let's uh, see. 544 yards from scrimmage, four rushing touchdowns. So, yeah, I mean, he had 4,200 all-purpose yards with 24 touchdowns, 12 picks. He not, played. Not bad rookie season for, for Kyler. He started 11 games this year. And I'm assuming that was okay. the first 11 weeks. Cause, well, then... Uh, Okay, 2,300 yards, 14 touchdowns, not bad. Seven picks, though, is not good. Yeah, not, not um, great. Kyler? Is Kyler good? I Listen, I'm reading these stats thinking I might be underrating Kyler a bit. I think he throws too many interceptions. But, like, even that, no, actually, I don't think he throws. 12, 12, 10, and 7 is not bad. Yeah, no, I would just like to have more touchdowns. Like, but 3,700 yards, 20 touchdowns, 12 picks. 3,900 yards, 26 touchdowns, 12 picks. 3,700 yards, 24 touchdowns, 10 picks. I Maybe Kyler is pretty freaking good. I Kyler Murray is such a weird player to try and, like, figure out if he's good or not. Which, like, obviously he's good to some extent because he's getting paid what he's getting paid and is starting in the NFL. Yeah. But, like, relative to the NFL, like, I don't know. And I, I isn't the isn't the debate always, like, he always starts off very strongly in the season, and then toward the end it kind of 
tapers off. I think that's kind of the team more than Kyler. I would have to look at you know game logs, obviously. But, right. Um, I think that's more of the team's MO as opposed to Kyler, which from what I understand, uh, people have attributed more to Cliff in the past than they have to Kyler. And that, that math makes sense, especially for college co- or college coaches, because, you know, there's that those what used to be four extra games is now five extra games. Yeah. That's a longer season to prep for. And yeah. it would make sense for like the first 12, they're really strong. And then on the home stretch of the season, it falls off. I feel like we could probably talk an entire podcast just dedicated to why uh, Cliff Kingsbury never should have been given the opportunity to be a head coach in the National Football League. Right. Like, right. But that's just me. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. I think Kyler is pretty good looking at those stats. And I, I do think like it's pretty obvious he's been pretty good. Um, there's a reason he got paid what he got paid. Got the guaranteed money. But I think losing D-Hop is going to hurt. I think the Cardinals are in a not great situation. And so long term, I do think both teams lost that trade for sure. Fun fact, I quit a Dynasty Football League once because of Kyler Murray. Not because of Kyler Murray, but a trade offer I got regarding Kyler Murray. It was a 16-team league. Jeez. Two-quarterback league, mind you. 16 teams. Quick math, that tells you if you have two quarterbacks, you're in a good spot. Yeah. Uh, someone sent me a trade offering me a second round pick for Kyler Murray. And that sums up the entire the entire trade history of that league. It was just horrendous, dude. Wait, you didn't take that? No, I didn't. No. Wow. I was like, are you bro, you can give me two firsts. Two firsts? I'll 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 consider I was thinking more like three and a quarterback. <laughs> I also got offered a trade once like a Kyler Murray and Nick Chubb for two seconds and a third and i'm like what are you guys doing like what are you on man i saw a thing today it said rank these four running backs okay i'm curious what my rankings are yeah okay it was christian mccaffrey Mm -hmm. josh jacobs Mm -hmm. derrick henry and um nick chubb oh ooh. my rankings are how i just said it I can admit that I'm a Josh Jacobs hater. I'm a Josh Jacobs fan. Um, That's why I have met too. And it might just be his namesake. It's probably his namesake. I can't believe you just brought that up on a podcast. Uh, I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to bring up the context behind that. Uh, but I would probably rank them: McCaffrey, Henry, Chubb, Jacobs. Oh, man. Um, yeah, so, I mean, we have takeaway Chubb, we have the same, or not Chubb, uh, takeaway Jacobs, we have the same list. Yeah. But you're a known Josh Jacobs hater, so he's at the bottom. I'm the known Josh Jacobs and apparently Oakland Raiders lover, so he's Oakland second. Oakland Raiders? Whatever. He's second on my list. I'm not, for, uh, I'm not familiar with this team. I just think with the last few seasons, with uh, how far Derrick Henry has fallen off, not fallen off, that's not like, but he's been hurt. It just The last two seasons have not been his seasons, right? right. He's been hurt. He's missed time. When he has been in. And just to clarify. He's had games with 200 yards. He's had games with 40 yards. And so yeah. it's been up and down. Just to clarify, like, not his seasons. Like, 
relative to non Derrick Henry running backs, yeah, they're really good numbers. Yeah, but like yeah, not yeah, 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 yeah. what we expect. You know, uh, honestly, I'm maybe a season away from ranking Chubb ahead of Derrick Henry. Honestly, like that was the hardest part for me was putting Chubb at four. Yeah, because like all of me wants to say Chubb's a top three running back, but like. Yeah, but then you factor with in those other guys like. But ah, then you so factor hard. in Austin Eckler. Yeah, and Austin Eckler. Uh, I'm not saying I do, but Dalvin Cook. You could have the argument. Jonathan uh, Taylor. Like, like there, there's some guys at running back yeah. in the league. Yeah, man. But that's why I had Chubb at four. I think Chubb is solid. He's consistent, but he's not as like revolutionary. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's like Christian McCaffrey and Derrick Henry and Josh Jacobs. So that's why I have him at four. Yeah, but no, th- top three, that's oh. always a hard thing to really iron that was out. Just an interesting thing I wanted to get Yeah, yeah. On. No, but uh, three's an interesting number. Three's a crowd. Uh, three's company. I think three is extra interesting because at one point or another, all four of the uh, conference finals matchups were 3 0. All four between the NBA and the NHL. Yeah. So the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference Finals in those two respective leagues. Yeah, no, wild. I don't know if this has ever happened in professional sports. Yeah. I don't really know how to look it up. <laughs> but yeah, at same. one point, the uh, Dallas Stars were losing to the Golden Knights 0-3. Yep. The Carolina Panthers, the Carolina Hurricanes were losing to the Florida Panthers 0-3. The Lakers were down to the Nuggets, and the Celtics were down to the Heat, 0-3 and 0-3. And so, it looked like there was just going to be a freaking fire sale of brooms yeah. in the NBA and in the NHL. It's almost a good thing that that didn't happen. There would have been like a nine-day break yeah. in basketball yeah. and hockey had that have happened. But uh, there were sweeps. In both the um, Eastern Conference Eastern Finals Conference. in the NHL and Western Conference Finals in the NBA. Yeah. So the Lakers were swept by the Nuggets. LeBron is still the GOAT. Get over it. Uh, and the Hurricanes were swept by the Florida Panthers. And I'm going to give... We have we have time for me to carve out a couple, to- a couple, a couple of minutes for you to uh, go ahead and brag. I I mean, listen. It just would have been remarkable if someone called this underdog team sweeping the Carolina Hurricanes in the Eastern Conference Finals. It just would have been remarkable if someone had that foresight to put their name on that. Yeah, if maybe, you guys missed may, it, maybe on an audio medium. If if you guys missed it, a couple weeks ago, talking about this series, not even a couple weeks ago. Uh, talking about this series, before it ever started, I said Carolina in five only because it's hard to predict a sweep. And then Thomas comes out and says, I think if anyone is more likely to sweep anyone, it's Florida sweeping Carolina. And I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You're an idiot. We all just got dumber for listening to you talk. I think fast forward four games. <laughs> and what do you know? And Florida sweeps Carolina. 
Props to Thomas. This man is a genius. You'll learn one day. Um, uh, no, yeah. I think the I think the the best way you can sum up that trade is like we talked about it the last time on the pod with that Matthew to Chuck trade that Florida made in the off season. He scored three of the four game winners. Yeah. Like that's why they went out and acquired a player like that was specifically for playoff hockey. And time and time again, Matthew DeChuck has to re-educate all of us that there is no more clutch player in the NHL than him. Uh, I mean, when he played for Calgary, I can't, it seems like every time they played the Preds, which like I'm a Preds fan. So that's the, those are the games I'm most uh, reminiscent about. Anytime we played Calgary, it went to overtime. And anytime it went to overtime, Matthew Chuck scored the. And generally with like less than 20 seconds left. Yeah. I remember one time he scored between the legs, and I was just like, that was unnecessary. <laughs> that was unnecessarily rude. But no, um, unfortunately, I guess not unfortunately, fortunately, the broom sale ended early. Yeah. And Dallas and. Boston decided it was too early to go home. Yeah, too many so sweeps. Currently, Dallas and Vegas sits at 3-1 to one after a comeback win for Dallas. In overtime. In overtime. And then the Western or Eastern Conference Finals in the NBA sits 3-2 uh, with Miami still holding on to those three games but Boston taking two in a row. Yeah. So Thomas posed the question. Who is most likely of these two teams to make to complete the comeback from down three nil? I would argue. So there's some extra context to add with the uh, Dallas Vegas series. Uh, Dallas's captain was suspended for two games following game four or game three, sorry, after a really disgusting. Uh, Was it game three? It was game, game three. Game three. Because they, they avoided the right. sweep in game You're right. four. You're right. After really a, a disgusting uh, show from their yeah. captain, Jamie Benn, cross-checking Vegas's Mark Stone in the throat uh, after he was down. I mean, he looks down, registers the guys down there, and then brings the stick down. Uh, it was a horrific, horrific play. Like if you And if you don't believe us, don't take our word for it, look it up. Yeah. If you can see... Like Thomas said, he knocks him down, and it's not like he falls on top of him. Yeah, he drops onto him with his stick, driving into the his stick. neck. Yeah, yeah, and it pushes, it hits his neck so hard that it bounces his head off of the ice. Yeah, like, like it was a horrific play. Jamie Ben, not a dirty player, but that, that was a dirty was a play. very dirty play. Yeah. Um, I so here's here's what I say. <clears throat> I think that Vegas is going to be in trouble if Dallas wins game five and then they get Jamie Ben back into their lineup, which like you might watch this. Excuse me. Do not excuse. My throat is a little scratchy right now. I'm trying really hard not to cough into this microphone. Scratchy. Uh, I think getting a player like Jamie Ben back into your lineup following two wins is a surge of momentum and ability. Um, and you might sit like a lot of people sat back and they're like, that's not enough games. And I would agree with them to a point. But like when you look at the context of 
you're suspending a team's captain when they're down 3-0 in the Western Conference final. That's supposed to be uh you guys don't deserve to win this series. Like that's supposed to be the final nail in the coffin. If it's not and they get that player back, I think that surge of momentum is huge. However, it'd be silly of me to not acknowledge that Boston is sitting in a much better spot. Yeah. Only down one game in the series. Um Prior to last night, I would have said neither. It's hopeless. It's not going to happen. Right. And then Boston wins game five, and suddenly it's 3-2, and it's like, holy macaroni. Um, And then when you look at the Dallas and and Vegas side, uh, no, 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 excuse me. Previously, I would have said definitely Dallas to win, certainly not Boston. Um, because just of the heater Miami has been on. But then you look at Dallas. Because, like, and let me explain. Dallas and Vegas were the one and two seeds. Or, I guess, one and, I guess, three, technically, because Dallas was two in the top half. Right. Colorado was one. But you get it. They were the first and the third best teams in the West going into these playoffs. So, they're... A relatively evenly matched with Vegas with the slight edge. You know what I mean? But like the the two teams are pretty comparable. When it comes to the West, or not the West, uh, the NBA, you have the second best team in the entire NBA versus the last team to make it into the playoffs in Miami. Right. And so You would think on paper, oh, obviously that's Boston with the better chance, right? But then you think to yourself, okay, this team has knocked off the Bucks. This team was up 3-0 on the Celtics. This team has taken down the best of the best in the East and yet is still dominant. Just at everything they do, incredible, amazing. And so because of the momentum, I think I forgot a little bit about the disparity in these two teams on the East, or in the NBA. Because of the dominance of Miami so far, I forgot about the disparity. So I immediately think, oh, not Boston. They're underdogs. They're out of it. Definitely Dallas. They're close. Dallas could come back. But, with Boston winning their second game, with role players not playing as well in Miami, with Jimmy Butler coming out of his God mode, and with Jason Tatum going Super Saiyan all of a sudden, the smoke has cleared, the fog on the mirror has been wiped off, and suddenly I remember the seeding. I remember two versus eight. I remember last team in versus second best team in the entire NBA. I remember how good defensively this Boston team is. I remember how phenomenal the 20 freaking five-year-old Jason Tatum is. I remember uh, how just all-around dominant this team was in the regular season. And that there was a reason Miami was eighth. There was a reason no one expected them coming in. They've struggled a lot 
in the regular season. They had issues with their role players. And it's all coming to a head. So it was a very easy Dallas until I started thinking about it and until Boston won that second game. I ultimately think Vegas wins. I ultimately think Miami wins. Yeah, I agree. But if one's going to happen, I think it's going to be Boston because they're pissed and Miami doesn't care. Yeah. And two things can happen when a team just goes in nonchalant. Either they're eventually going to get what they want or they're going to lose focus and they're going to get taken advantage of. And that's what Boston's looking to do, and that's what they've done twice in a row. And Miami has put that chip firmly back on Boston's shoulder. Yeah. So, I I think, again, Miami and Vegas both end up winning. But if one's going to come back, I think it's going to be Boston. Really fast. Can you imagine trading Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum for Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett? Did that happen? I mean, the picks that went to Boston... From the from the Nets for Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce were Tatum and Brown. It seems like there's like 15 years between those <laughs> players, though. You would think, but there was a lot of future picks in that trade. Fair enough. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That did not age well for him. No. But, um, listen. I'm listening. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. I was, I've, you're better at this. I don't know <laughs> what your favorite color toe toenail polish is. It's a light teal. I love teal. Is such a good color. It is. Or seafoam green. They're the same thing. I mean, a little different. One's a little more blue. One's a little more green. Uh well, I think teal is a perfect representation. Rep- representation of blue green yeah and i think seafoam is obviously a little more green yeah but i'm just a teal is such a good color it anyway is. it's a solid color i don't know about you but uh we're, we're just, just here, here so, so we, we don't, don't get, get fined, fined.